Alpha, Bronco, Sharky. Talking NRL and having fun since 2008. Fun, fun, fun. That was a Beach Boys song, wasn't it? Mm. Wouldn't be a good time for a song for the Beach Boys. Another week. And he took the T-bird away. Yeah. (laughs) Another week, another dollar. Hello, boys. Morning, Sharky. Morning, Alpha. Morning, Rocky. Morning, Sharky. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, everyone. I want to play this. It's going to sound very reminiscent of someone else here on the show over the last month or so. There's something to be said for great minds thinking alike. This has become chronic in our game. It's actually become toxic in our game. That every time someone gets hurt, someone's got to get blamed and punished for it. You know, this, this is professional football. It's going to happen. We all understand it. And there will be collisions and there will be moments in the game where people will get hurt. Get over it, because we do. We get fixed up and we go back and play again. But it just seems that we want a game without injury, without consequence, without... We, we encourage people to lay down. We encourage people not to get up when they're hurt. We encourage people to question the referee's decision. This game was about building character and about strong men playing the game. We want this game now to be played by gentlemen and gentlemen. And that's not rugby league. Well, that's the most overused and misunderstood phrase, duty of care. He doesn't have a duty of care there not to hit him in the head. He had no intention of hitting him in the head. Jordan Rapana hit his head on his knee. That's not not T'Pau's fault. That's not T'Pau's fault. Right? It's ridiculous. But, you know... That's the way they want it. The people who run this game, that's the way they want it. I don't know where they want the game to go. I don't know what they think this game is. Right? They want it safe enough so little Johnny can play it. This is professional football. This is the big time. We play for keeps. We play because winning is important. And there is a physicality about it. We, we, we train them like Tarzan. We absolutely train them. All right? They're professional athletes. They're strong, hard men. We treat them like children. Mm. Yeah, well... There's not too much doubt about that. And and uh, seeing that I don't understand what the bloody thing's all about, the referees have got no idea what it's all about. Uh, the commentators are, are bewildered by some of the decisions. Some of the players getting 10 minutes in the bin are, are walking off and thinking, well, I've got no idea what this is all about. Uh, I hope they've got some uh, sausage rolls and uh, some pies coming out of the heater while I'm coming off for this 10-minute break. Uh, This is weird shit. Uh, So I decided, nah, look, it's I'll put that in the too hard basket. It's just ridiculous. It's a joke. Um, Being my positive self, I want to send some accolades to our old friend Clint and the Dolphins. Holy smoke. If ever there was a ray of light in the competition, I, look, I, they're bewildering. They, they, they absolutely have much apparently smarter men than myself gobsmacked as to as to uh, their resilience, their win, their will to win. Um, it's a testament to the players and the coach. A mishmash of players gathered together from numerous clubs. Um, he's got about, oh, I don't know, three or four months to try and get them to play as a team. Myself included, amongst many of the other pundits, uh, there's a there's a huge shortage of uh, humble pie on the market because um, 
me for one was definite about yeah wooden spoon for sure this you know this bunch of just mishmash old used players um it just makes us aware of the fact that maybe we're seeing you know the last few years of possibly the greatest rugby league coach of all time and and look if and i would imagine that his record is going to be awfully awfully hard to beat um it's a great example of you know team the team the coach all being in the same on the same sort of songbook um doing what they love doing and doing it together doing it well look all i can say is thanks so far to the dolphins now that's a surprise sharky isn't it Sorry, I've um, I'm just pinching myself here. Yes, I know. Probably best you went the positive route because that way you don't get a bigger headache than you've probably already got. Mm. Very smart, actually. I'll I'll fix it up though for my soapbox shortly. Oh yeah, that's what I need with the negativity. I'll get yep. square. Of course you will. I will just touch on the end of that of saying uh, of what Bronky said by saying. And they're doing it without all the the fuss and BS bother that all the other teams and players are being taught to put into their game. So that oh, we'll get a penalty out of that if we if we bung this on, we bung that on. They're playing football. It is good. It is good. I'm I'm liking what I'm seeing. Also, Bronky, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, not so positive. Uh, was that uh, our uh, our friend that uh, you had on at the beginning of the uh, the program there wasn't it uh, disliking obviously what the referees were doing on the weekend. Mm. Well, a bit of a glossary, Alfie. A bit of a glossary of the whole game in general, yeah. Mm. But uh, geez, he gets it right sometimes, doesn't he? He does. No? He's got every little bit of that uh, that statement that you played. As far as I'm concerned, everything absolutely correct. I'll have to get him on one on air one day and have a talk to him about it all. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I think I've been saying for a little while that the, the game's being turned into a, what did he say, a, a nursery affair or something to that effect. And uh, I, I sadly can't help but uh, but go along with, with those statements exactly. And also, well, really, I think anyone, we won't even mention Blind Freddy because see, he could see it early on in the week, I, I reckon. But uh Obviously, the uh, the whole theme of the weekend was seeing as the clubs were told that the referees were going to crack down on anything that touches the head is a penalty in the sin bin. He's got it absolutely right. Jordan Rapana's head hit the chin. We make we make these jokes uh, right throughout the year all the time when uh, we'll say, "Oh, so and so should have got." Uh, Time on my player, so and so should have got uh, sent to the sin bin for smashing his head into the other bloke's fist. Uh, there was a perfect case there of uh, Rapana's head and uh, the other guy's uh, knee at the worst simultaneously, but I, uh, I, I viewed it as uh, head first into the, uh, into the knee. Most, most unacceptable uh, piece of refereeing that I have. Ever, ever, ever 
seen. There's obviously been stuff that's gone before it, but my memory's going very, very quickly. Uh, the clubs were told, apparently, before the uh, the weekend that this was going to happen. So, obviously, the referees were all told this has got to happen as well. Some went out a little bit more judiciously than uh, than others. I thought I saw a couple of uh, uh, heads being turned sideways so that they brushed onto someone else's uh, hand or uh, or arm that didn't get uh, didn't get penalised. Absolute stupidity, stupidity. He's been around for a long time, that Stu, but uh, this is probably the worst case of it that I've seen. Referees being told they have to do this, they have to do that, they have to go overboard. Absolutely stupid. I don't mind how many penalties a referee gives away for whatever reason. If they're cracking down on something, okay, go for it. But for God's sake, be realistic about it. Last week on the uh, Soapbox Options, I actually chose to, you may recall, uh, bring North Sydney Bears back and uh, go down the path of not agreeing with the what appears to be some bias towards granting an 18th licence to yes. a location not on our particular shores here. So I armed and last week which way I'd go because I had something else, an option B. This week I'm going to use the option B in light of the weekend's football. Graham Annesley, the week previous in his Monday, well explanation sessions said this players need to exhibit a duty of care when they play the game most incidents that take place in our game are either misjudgments poor timing or accidental but it doesn't mean that we can say that they're okay if an offense occurs it occurs no one is saying that anyone goes out there to deliberately hurt someone or to deliberately commit an offence. So as far as the HQ are concerned, and all levels of it, they clearly are happy to send this game to a space that we haven't ever seen before, where there's no excuse for an accident, there's no... There's, there's no watering down of penalties for an accident. They're not to be factored in, even though we can acknowledge that they happen, but that's not a defence. We've got a game that's played at 1,000 miles an hour because of the decisions that HQ have made in more recent years. We continue to play a 10-metre rule, and we're all in agreement here that that should be taken back and limited back to the old five. If we're worried about collision, that's the first thing that should be done, but they haven't done that. So all these other decisions that they've made in more recent seasons have actually contributed to the very thing that they're now concerned about. The other major thing is, of course, that you know, you're not allowed to have an error of judgment. You're not allowed to uh, just have something through collision or through the speed of the game. There you have from Graham Innesley himself two weeks ago. I don't know what he said this week because I couldn't be bothered listening. Errors of judgment, accidents will happen. No one goes out there to cause harm, but it's not an excuse. So if an offence occurs, it occurs, and uh, that's the way it is. 
So I've been saying for how long here, uh, the last season or two, that we just keep sanitising the game and uh, we don't use common sense. And if it looks bad, oh, we want to, you know, rub it out, stamp it out, you know, where are we going to end up, what sort of game we're going to have. And there we have on Monday night, the audio courtesy of 100% Footy on Channel 9, there's Gus saying exactly what I've been saying in various ways to various degrees week to week for the last, I don't know, probably nine months, half of last year and the start of this year. And he's right, but they don't want to admit that he's right. Most rugby league fans know that he's right. Uh, I mean, what would he know? I mean, he's only spent his whole life in the game. So I don't know where we're going to end up, boys. Where are we going to end up in this game? It's quite frightening. I'm almost certain that unless, you know, Penrith go for three titles this year and just, which I've selected, I think they, they might do the three-peat, unless they're just too good for any other side this season, and that's a possibility, I think we're perhaps going to have one of the most unlikeliest of premiers outside of them win this competition this year because officials will end up making a big boo-boo or will make crucial decisions at crucial times in our final series and a team who's probably not worthy of winning it will end up winning it and we'll be here in October, the first week of October, scratching our heads and going off tropo about the fact that finally what we've predicted for Season upon season has finally happened where the wrong team has taken the trophy because of the way that we've turned the game into and it's a bit of a lottery. I think we're getting to the stage now where week to week already, this is week seven, winning football games now is going to become a lottery. We're not necessarily going to have the best teams on the day win a football game and that's most concerning, most concerning. Enjoy the ride, as I've said to many other fans so far this year. Enjoy this ride. This is the Volandis Cup of 2023. And there's going to be many twists and turns yet. And already, in the space of three weeks, we've just found ourselves in new ground, new territory. So I don't know what they want to answer Gus's question. I don't know, mate. I'm with you, 100%. In fact, we've become you know bedfellows over the last couple of years. Him and I, it's a bit of a concern. Well, you know, Sharky, there's an old saying, you know, if it, if it uh, looks like a rooster and it crows like a rooster, with the NRL at the moment, it's a duck. What I thought it was going to be. The thing that bothers me most is that my understanding of a penalty was a deliberate breaking of the rules. Now, if Ennisley comes out and says, you know, the way he's saying it is that 90 plus percent of the things that happen are accidental so that means not deliberate um i think he's got a question to he i think he's got a question to answer if that still applies as far as penalties go i i, I mean i don't want to get tangled up in any more of their crap because they 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 bewilder us week in and week out with just the old interpretation set up. But, yeah, I, I, as I say, I, I thought a deliberate breaking of the rule, uh, of a rule, meant a penalty. But, yeah, look, I'm finding deliberate and, you know, whatever you like, seem to be one and the same thing. This has become chronic in our game. It's actually become toxic in our game. That every time someone gets hurt, someone's got to get blame and punished for it. 
you know, this, this is professional football. It's going to happen. We all understand it. And there will be collisions and there will be moments in the game where people will get hurt. Get over it, because we do. We get fixed up and we go back and play again. But it just seems that we want a game without injury, without consequence, without... We, we encourage people to lay down. We encourage people not to get up when they're hurt. We encourage people to question the referee's decision. This game was about building character and about strong men playing the game. We want this game now to be played by gentlemen and gentlemen. And that's not rugby league. Well, that's the most overused and misunderstood phrase, duty of care. He doesn't have a duty of care there not to hit him in the head. He had no intention of hitting him in the head. Jordan Rapana hit his head on his knee. That's not Tupac, That's not Tapao's fault. That's not Tapao's fault. Right? It's ridiculous. But, you know, that's the way they want it. The people who run this game, that's the way they want it. I don't know where they want the game to go. I don't know what they think this game is. Right? They want it safe enough so little Johnny can play it. This is professional football. This is the big time. We play for keeps. We play because winning is important. And there is a physicality about it. We, we, we train them like Tarzan. We absolutely train them. All right? They're professional athletes. They're strong, hard men. We treat them like children. Talking NRL, online and on demand.